Thanks for reading, Jack, and good evening, everyone. Happy Christmas to you. My name is Ben. I'm the pastor here, and uh, thank you for coming and joining our celebration this evening. I want to take a few minutes to think about that passage that was just read from John's Gospel. Uh, Over the years, um, a number of friends have said to me things like, Ben, if God is really there, why doesn't he reveal himself? I mean, if he came down to earth from heaven or wherever he lives and kind of appeared on the earth and did some miracles, then maybe I'd believe. Why doesn't he make himself known? I don't know. Maybe those are questions that you have. Maybe that's how you feel. Is God really there? And if he is, does he really care? Those are the questions that Christmas answers. And Christmas answers them with a resounding yes. Yes, God is real. Yes, he's there. More than an idea in your head or mine. And yes, he cares. He cares about the world. He cares about you. How does Christmas answer those questions? What is Christmas really all about? We're going to run through four quick things. The facts of Christmas, the meaning of Christmas, the reason for Christmas, and the tragedy of Christmas. The facts, the meaning, the reason, and the tragedy. Firstly, the facts. I'm going to start, hopefully, with a quick Christmas quiz. Here we go. Have I got control? Let me see. Yes. Uh, So, question one. Whose birthday do we celebrate at Christmas? Is it A, Santa, B, Jesus, C, Rudolph? Hands up if you know. Don't be shy. Yes. At the back, Mia. B, Jesus, well done. Let's see. You're correct. Mince pie for the correct answer. But yeah, there's going to be a few more hands on the next one, aren't there? Okay, next question. Who was Jesus' mother? Tricky, Mary, Martha, or Miranda? Hands up. Yes. A, Mary, well done, Jonathan. Oh, we didn't reveal. Correct, Mary. Question three, where was Jesus born? London, North Pole, or Bethlehem? Who's got it? Who's got it? Rosie's got it? Where? Bethlehem, fantastic. Right, that's the end of the quiz. Uh, if you were listening to the, the words of the first carol that we sang, it tells us what we're celebrating at Christmas. Once in royal David city, that's Bethlehem, the city of King David, stood a lowly cattle shed where a mother laid her baby in a manger for his bed. Mary was that mother mild, Jesus Christ, her little child. You see, Christmas is not about once upon a time in wonderland. It's about the one time, the time by which we set our time and order our calendar. It is about a one-time historical event when a girl called Mary gave birth to a son called Jesus in the town of Bethlehem. Christmas is about facts, not fairy tales. Real people, real events that took place in this world. And if we'd been born early enough, we could have seen it with our own eyes. 
We could have been there with the shepherds visiting Jesus lying in the manger. Those are the facts. Secondly, the meaning of Christmas. Again, if you are listening to that first carol, Once in Royal, the second verse explains what's going on. He came down to earth from heaven, who is God and Lord of all. You see, Christmas is about God doing exactly what my friends want him to do. It's about God coming down to earth and making himself known. Did you hear that in the reading from John's Gospel that Jack read? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. When John talks about the Word, he's talking about Jesus, and we're being told here that Jesus was there in the beginning, before creation, that Jesus is none other than God himself. And so Christmas is about the creator God entering his creation. It's about the eternal God stepping onto the stage of human history. It's about the immortal God taking on frail flesh and blood so that when they beat him, he bruised, and when they flogged him, he bled, and when they nailed him to a cross, he died. The miracle of Christmas is that the God who made planets and protons shrunk himself down and took the form of a tiny human embryo. I don't know if we've got any pregnant women in the house, but if you've journeyed through pregnancy, obviously I've never done that myself, but I've, I've been close to someone who has. You can track how big the baby is at each stage of the pregnancy, can't you? It's amazing. Eight weeks the size of a raspberry, 16 weeks the size of an avocado. And what we're being told is that God took that form. It's amazing. It's mind-blowing. In fact, for the other religions of the world, it's scandalous that God, the great creator, would take the form of a human being as a disgrace. And yet for Christians, it's the glory of our God He's a God who's humble. He's a God who draws near. He's a God who's not far off and distant, but who knows how you feel. And not just because he knows everything, but because he's experienced it firsthand. He's walked your road and he knows your pain. He's a God who cares. The meaning of Christmas is that God shrunk himself down and became a human. And you've got to ask the question, haven't you? Why? Why on earth would God do that? Well, thirdly, the reason for Christmas is that he wants us in his family. In the reading it said this, To all who received him, that's Jesus, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. There's an organization called Samaritan's Purse. And every year they run a program called Operation Christmas Child. And people get shoeboxes and they fill them with appropriate presents. And then thousands of shoeboxes are shipped out across the world to some of the poorest children, many of whom are orphans. And you can watch 
at the video of these shoeboxes being delivered and see the delight on the faces of these kids as they receive, for many of them, probably the first gift they've ever received. But watching those videos also makes me sad because those kids need so much more than a box full of presents, don't they? They need a family. They need to be adopted. They, they need love. They, they need parents who aren't just going to give them a gift once a year, but are going to care for them and provide for them every day of the year. They need love and care and nurture. Jesus came to earth because he wants us in his family. The Son of God became a man so that men and women might become sons and daughters of God. We all need to be loved. We, we all need to know that we are loved. We all need the security that comes from knowing we have a Father in heaven who absolutely loves us to bits. There is no greater privilege in the world than to be a child of God. That's the reason for Christmas. God wants us in his family. You know, I grew up going to church and believing in God. But the God I believed in was pretty far off and impersonal. It was only as a teenager I heard this message. I heard that God loved me wanted a relationship with me, wanted me and his family, and he'd sent Jesus to be born as a baby, to die on a cross to make that possible. Folks, that is love. That is mega, off-the-charts love. And the tragedy of Christmas is that so many people turn their backs on that love. In the reading, it says this, and it's talking about Jesus. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. Isn't that shocking? That the maker enters the world he's made, and the world doesn't even recognize him. It goes on. He came to that which was his own, his own people, the Jews, but his own did not receive him. This is the tragedy of Christmas. That when God sent his son into the world in the person of Jesus, he was rejected. And sadly, he continues to be rejected today. We can imagine how God might feel as his son is rejected and ignored. If, if you're a parent, you can understand if God might feel some anger. But do you know God also feels deep sadness because he wants us in his family it's the greatest gift any of us could wish for and yet so many of us leave that gift unopened and God is grieved that we do kids here there aren't many adults might have to answer as well in fact everybody can answer this how many presents do you reckon you're going to get this Christmas put your hands up if you reckon you'll get more than five more than five presents this Christmas wow you all yeah I mean five presents that's pretty great isn't it who reckons they're going to get more than ten more than ten presents 
Okay, no one. That's good. Yes, a, a possible maybe, maybe 10. Okay, we'll, we'll take 10. Here's the second question. Of all the presents that you get, how many are you going to open? Let's say you got 10 presents. How many would you open? Five? Six? All of them. Yeah, of course, you'd open all of them. I mean, have you ever received a present and knowingly left it unopened? That would be a strange thing to do, wouldn't it? You can imagine your parents giving you a gift and you ignore it and it's still sitting under the tree come New Year's and they'll say to you, why haven't you opened the present that we've given you? Why don't you pick it up and take a look? Friends, for some of us today, God's saying exactly that. Saying, why haven't you opened the present that I've given you? I haven't got anything greater to give. Why don't you pick it up? Take a look. I want to invite you this Christmas to take a look at the present that God has given. Take a look at Jesus, who he is, what he did, and what he offers. Take a look at that gift of adoption into the family of God. Maybe you feel like you've done that in the past. Maybe you feel let down by God. You take another look. And maybe you've been a Christian for years. But maybe in the business of life, you've forgotten what an incredible privilege it is. What a mind-blowing gift you've received from the Lord God. Maybe this Christmas, make some time to talk to your father and give thanks again for this indescribable gift. The fact of Christmas, Jesus was born. The meaning of Christmas, God became man. The reason for Christmas, he wants us in his family. The tragedy of Christmas, Jesus is rejected. And yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Darcy and Christine are going to sing for us. You can remain seated.